Welcome to Slayer Fest 98. I'm your host, Ian Carlos Crawford, and today I'm joined by special guest co-host, YA author, one of my best friends, and writer for Attention. Adam Sass. Also, I like that I said writer for Attention, and that sounds like you write for getting I attention. I <laughs> super do that, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, so, and we are joined by two very, very, very special guests. We have a full-time Twitch streamer. And SlayerFest 98 resident straight guy. Jason! <laughs> Great, we'll continue. Um, and then, last but not least, we have Drag Queen Legend and All-Stars 3 winner, Trixie Mattel! Yay! Woo! Jason's been on before. Jason, it's your third episode. You're officially a Scooby. Um, Wait, it's my third? Yeah, it's your third episode. Oh. Because you were on for the drunk episode and prom. Oh, I blacked out during that one. That's why. <laughs> so did I. Um, <laughs> and Trixie, since this is your first non-special episode being on Slayer Fest 98, do you want to give us your Buffy origin story? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, well, I'm from a really, really small town, really small area. So I didn't really get TV channels. I didn't get reception or anything so i couldn't really watch any of it um but um i remember like my first job 13 14 15 years old saving up to like save i think it was like 60 dollars per box season and i remember i would like drive an hour and a half two hours to the city like once a month to take this money i saved and buy this like 22 episode season of this show and i found it because my friend used to watch it and she was like the hot pretty girl in school and (laughs) I don't know. I just I want I watched a few episodes at her house and I was like, I'm into this. But obviously I can't. I mean, I probably the only person alive who literally just couldn't watch it on television. So I had to buy it. So by the time it was over, I owned all of it. And then I used to rewatch it every I mean, in college and stuff. My my ritual was when classes would be done, I would just every summer rewatch the entire series. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's no. my favorite. I never knew something could be scary and funny. I mean, that was new for me. Yeah, I mean, I always say that I think. Buffy spoiled me that way because right now I want everything to be like have action but also make me laugh but also make me cry and like have badass ladies like beating up people yeah Yeah. nothing makes me like more impatient than a super serious like scary thing that refuses to have any jokes at all yeah yeah so I'm so glad you're all here because today we're discussing we're getting very close to the end of season five and we're here to discuss spiral the episode where Buffy fights on top of an RV and it's awesome the last episode ended, Glory is ripped off the wall of uh, Tara and Willow's dorm room and is standing there and Tara reveals that Dawn is the key, who is also in the room. And I wanted to point out Claire Kramer in the last episode discussing uh, tough love had said, Glory doesn't destroy things unless they are literally in her way. And, you know, it's kind of true. She could have just like destroyed that whole building, but she rips off the wall and then just runs through you know, the wall to get to Buffy. Gloria's oddly precise for yes. someone who could just, who just like later in the episode just like demolishes an entire army. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, she's only mad if you're in her way, then she will stomp you into the ground and turn you to dust. But other than that- She has a belief system. Yeah, she's fine with you being there. She's like, all right, that's fine. Yeah, I love that she's like too big and powerful, but she doesn't care. More than like being evil for the sake of being evil, she's just so like fierce and evil that she has an objective and doesn't really care about other things. It's yeah, just you know. energy. It's like, why would she waste that energy? Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like Sam Rashad is acting even in like her panic. You know, she grabs Dawn, they run, and Dawn's like, I can't run anymore. And she's like, we have to keep going because Buffy knows that Glory could trample them. And I love the best friend team up. Buffy and Buffy runs away with Dawn. Willow knows like she does a spell to repel Glory. She also runs out with Tara. And then we get the mannequin <laughs> that Buffy picks up. Um- yeah, can, and can we talk about the adult <laughs> male that portrays her carrying the mannequin? Like, <laughs> oh, oh boy, <laughs> it's like, great. Just not her. It's just not her. It's like very clearly <laughs> not her. <laughs> I mean, I feel I, bad because they also this... have like they have her hair combed straight down like the grudge, so you can't see her face. Yeah, so it's like she's a different size. She sprint, combed her hair over her face and is sprinting with an H and M mannequin. Like I don't believe it, <laughs> but I believe it. I guess fine. <laughs> It's one of those, like, old-school effects that almost gives it a sinister creepiness in how, like, off it is. Like, it adds to the horror. Where it's just like, (laughs) oh, wait, what's happening? Reality is weird. Hold on. Okay, now everything's fine again. I just, I feel like when I saw that scene, I I had a flashback. Because I'm almost positive there was a moment, Ian, with with us, like, running around where I had to lift you up and run with you. I I don't know. (laughs) 
I mean, maybe when we were drunk, you might have done that when we lived together. I feel like no. it's not I needed you to do that. It's you were drunk and picked me up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it gave me very like kim cattrall vibes like mannequin mannequin (laughs) oh my god my favorite um you know and so then they keep running they eventually confront her um and i really love that like glory just runs right ahead of them and just like cuts them off Mm -hmm. uh and you know the mean girls moment of her like giving her like you have any last words and they're just like truck and she gets yeah literally hit by a truck i it's it's crazy how it's weird how season five of buffy like truly ushers in um the tone of the 2000s like it has this like mean girls truck moment (laughs) it has like that non-stop cliffhanger it's it's, like literally like an episode of 24 or lost or something like that where it's literally just like from the first moment they're running and they're they're going and now they're in the van and now it's this just a trendsetter yeah did you guys so how do we feel about the truck scene. It feels very Looney Tunes Mean Girls, but I think it really works for Buffy. I did, forgot, so did did the truck, was it? Was there just someone driving it, not like Willow through the truck? Correct. Because that's what I just assumed. No, she just like walks into the street and there's like yeah. a truck driver just hits a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like she's so old. I mean, it makes sense though. It's like she's so old, she doesn't really know about looking both ways or anything. You know that's what I mean? true. That's true, yeah. Yeah, um, it's just beyond her. And like she's used to people stopping for wherever she goes. Not having to, like, you know, be careful. Also, nothing, well, nothing bad happens to her if she gets hit by a truck. So, like, why would she look? That's true. Yeah, like, okay, I'm hit yeah. by a truck. It's just annoying. All it is is inconvenience for her. It's. Uh, I think it's a really good opener, too, right? Because it's, like, this episode is almost, uh, like, Empire Strikes Back-esque, where it's, like, every, it's like the middle of everything. You mm. know, the prior to this, it was all leading up to Glory finding out who the key was. Glory finds out the key. And it's, like, all the in-between stuff happening before they have their final confrontation. I mean, granted, you know it's not the final confrontation because of the order of a show. But um, I think there's still a lot of good things going on. You know, then it cuts to the credits. And we get all of the Scoobies in the apartment discussing what just happened before the opening. And we're going to do a little reading of that scene. Playing the parts of Buffy and Anya is Trixie Mattel. Playing the part of Giles is Adam. Playing the part of Xander is Jason. And I'm Dawn. Yeah, so we're going to Couldn't start. be more perfect. <laughs> and then whoosh. All of a sudden, Lori's standing right there in front of us, all skanky and blonde and thinking she's all that, just because some bumpy heads kiss her stinky feet. She does have really nice feet. And she's coming right at us, and Buffy's just standing there, not even blinking, like, bring it on. And then, wham, hell bitch in orbit. Go buff. I knew you'd best glory eventually. I mean, all our years of training. A truck hit her. Oh. You threw it at her? Well, no. She more kind of waited for it to hit glory. Uh, Then Buffy ran really fast and we got away. I don't know how we got away. That truck couldn't have slowed her down for more than a second. Well, how isn't important. All that matters is that the two of you are safe. Safe? We've been barely able to manage not getting seriously dead every time we cross paths with glory. Now she knows that Dawn is a key. I did... There must be something in the Book of Tarnus that we've missed. It's something we can use against Glory. Piano! <laughs> uh, because that's what we used to kill the big demon that one time. Uh, no, wait. That that was a rocket launcher. On, what are you talking about? No, we should drop a piano on her. Well, it always works for that creepy cartoon rabbit when he's running from that nice man with a speech impediment. <laughs> yeah, or perhaps we could paint the convincing tunnel on the side of a mountain. Let's just keep thinking, everyone. Uh, perhaps we should reassemble at the magic shop. See if there's anything. We can't fight her. Well, well, not yet. No, but no, not ever. She's too strong, Giles. We're not going to do this with stakes or spells or pulling some uranium power core. She's a god, and she's coming for us. So let's just not be here when she starts knocking. Finally, a sensible plan. <laughs> That's not what she meant, is it? Well, we can't stay here. She'll just kill us off one by one until there's no one left standing between her and Dawn. Buffy, we all understand the severity of the situation, but there must be another way. No, we stay, we die. Show of hands for that option. Yay! Everyone was great. (laughs) Uh, So I really like this scene, right? Because I wanted to see what everyone felt. I think Buffy and Anya are 100% right. What do you guys all think? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's Buffy's right as usual. Yeah. Well, also, they haven't really realized it yet. They don't realize it yet, but the the secret to winning is basically outlasting her. She has this window of time. And they right. haven't really addressed it yet, but that right. that is the way to win. Right. And I think, okay, so the farther we get 
from her. Okay, so she'll, like, come after us, but, like, it makes sense. Because Buffy's right. They, like, have just avoided not dying every time. There's never been a, like, oh, we, like, vanquished glory. It's always, oh, Buffy, like, just, like, punched her and then ran with whoever she needed to save. I, I like that in these last few episodes, Anya kind of serves as a chorus, right? Because she's, like, running a sensible plan, you know, in the gift when she's, like, uh, let's use the hammer, like, here to help, want to live, because Anya genuinely doesn't want Glory to kill them all. And everyone else is more like, well, Buffy, we'll find a way. And Buffy's like, no, this is the way. And I kind of like that it's realistic. I mean, right? Yeah, it, it, it definitely is a realistic because it, it, there's normally not the, okay, why don't you just, like, hide? Or, you know, like, yeah. this is, or, or like, let's just fight it and we'll figure it out while we're fighting. It's it's literally like, no, no, let's just get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this whole yeah. season has been, like, building towards just Buffy realizing that there's... I mean, it's it's the growing up season. I mean, like, she's losing this, she's losing that. And she's eventually realizing that the world is bigger, the universe is bigger, the darkness she's fighting is bigger, and that she just needs a different kind of strategy. Yeah. Also, it's great. It shows how, it shows how scary Glory is. Buffy's never really run before, except for, you know when she had her powers taken from her stuff like that she's never yeah. really run before mm. so really as a viewer you're like holy crap and it's crazy that claire kramer like she exudes that right like when she's there you're like oh shit because you know that she has the power to like squash all of their heads you just get like the like like you said like this you get you really get the feeling that you're dealing with a god and not just a normal demon who's really sassy and da, da, da. like you just you know like this is complete. This whole episode pulses with this energy. It's very dangerous, and it's kind of why it's in like my top ten of episodes. It's just, it's just, it's the like, it's a random. It's not the last two episodes. It's just an episode that just really feels super scary and dangerous. Yeah, and then so then we move to the scene of Ben talking to uh, Gronks, the minion. Uh, and we they discuss Ben being handsome, Ben's desire to be a doctor so he can help people, and the minion not being able to like, fix Glory's dress. I feel like literally the Ben scenes are mostly just plot, right? Like there's not really anything. It's exposition. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Ben scenes are when I go like get a snack or something <laughs> before pausing. <laughs> yeah, it's also hinting that it's also hinting that um, he might ultimately be a weakness later on, especially since he he hates her. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And and I think I don't know if he did this early in the season because I didn't like rewatch the whole season, but like he talks about how pills actually help keep her down. Yeah. So so in a way, it, it I, I feel like it shows that 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 yeah that is a weakness of. Like, do they ever show that? I forget. No, like, no, they never. Okay. Show taking pills, really? Yeah, it says it says that he says that. Um, wow. In in that scene with Gronks. Oh no! He threatens to like. Doesn't he threaten to take a bunch of them and just kill himself and kill her? Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, is that uh, what? Okay, yeah. okay, okay. That's why he says like keep her down for good. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like yeah, like yeah, like you said, Trixie. Which he should, by the way. I mean, I'm sorry. Right. I love everyone. <laughs> right. Yeah. He, he he should have. I mean, if you were in his situation, you would have. I would have. Right, because it's like there's no. So if Glory wins, and I mean he even says this in this scene, if Glory wins, he goes away. So at that it's point, lose lose for him. Yeah. 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 But he can I mean, make other people win. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of yeah. like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde werewolf story where it's just like, listen, the, the best solution here is you just, like, yeah. kill yourself. Everybody's too precious. Yeah. Everybody's right. too precious of themselves. You know, I want to kill myself if I get bumped down to economy comfort. <laughs> <laughs> and people, you know, you're not that precious. I mean, it's it really is one of those, it's a selfless thing that obviously... Yeah, he's not perfect. Part right. of what shows great is nobody's the moral compass. Everybody's a, yeah. everybody's a real person. Yeah, and which I, is why it's so great in the gift when yes. Giles just ultimately is like, "Listen, Buffy's great, and her problem is she's too great. So I'm just gonna strangle you now." I, and like, I think they really drive home when the minion is talking to Ben, and Ben kind of says he became a doctor because he wanted to help people, which you know is why he goes there, why he goes to help Dawn. And I put in my notes, but Giles will 100% kill a human knowing it'll help the better good because he's really smart. Um, and, you know, it. I know it's supposed to be a little bit uh, subversive, but it makes sense, right? Like, I don't know. I feel like politically, I feel like Buffy is a little more, like, independent and Giles is a little more like, nope, we just got to do this 
Yeah. Shitty thing, because it's the only way to save our lives. She's really bad at gray areas, I think. Yeah. It's like, nope, it's a human, we can't. Even though it's like, oh, but that human's tied to this god destroying the world. I wish the show had, like, gone a little further in showing that that maybe was a weakness on Buffy's part. I mean, I know they kind of acknowledge it, but I don't know if they ever, like, fully went to the part where they're like, oh, listen, when, when Buffy kind of, like, really refuses to, like, do the hard thing here she's putting everyone's lives at risk. Yeah. I mean, she does. I mean, I guess that's right. She does kind of put everybody in that position during the gift. Yeah. It reminds me of in the beginning of the walking dead. Um, what's his name? Um, Rick, you know, he's mm. like the moral compass. He's like, no, we don't kill anybody. Even if they're trying to rob us and stuff, we don't kill them. Yeah. And that changes as the show goes. Cause it's just not realistic. So then we get the Scoobies all waiting outside and Anya delivers the really good line of anybody else feel that? And Willow's like, what? And she's like, cold draft of paralyzing fear. Um, <laughs> I, I think Anya has so many good, and it's funny because Anya's not in the main, like she's kind of just there, right? But mm. I think she has so many good lines of like expressing kind of what they're all probably thinking, but just they're not going to say because, you know, politeness and whatever, um, which is why we yeah. love Anya, right? When the RV pulls up and Spike has those goggles on, I think that's, like, super iconic. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and when he says... Everything in the in the RV is an iconic moment. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when he's like, Daddy's laying down the hammer, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> like, probably one of my favorite, and it's so weird, my favorite, like, Buffy line reading, maybe, like, the whole show, like, the one that just keeps popping into my head just in real life is just where she just, like, is fed up with everybody and she just says... Look, this isn't a discussion. Yeah. <laughs> because, but she's right. Like, yeah. I get, uh, and it's weird, right? Because, I mean, I discuss a lot the complicated relationship the show has with Spike. Because, like, just three or four episodes ago, he had chained Buffy to his basement with his ex-girlfriend saying he was going to kill one of them. But she's right. He's literally the only one that could handle taking a punch from Glory who wouldn't, like, have their neck broken. And he could maybe still, like, put up a fight. Yeah, so he like, also gives us the iconic, like, buckle up, kids. Yeah. So good. So stupid. Oh, I love that. It's great. It's, Game of Thrones could use with a few moments like that. <laughs> well, and, like, James Marsder's clearly having fun with it, too, which I think is why mm. it works. I love the RV. I almost wish that the entire episode was the RV. Because, uh, I don't know, I like them all. I mean, clearly, I think episode-wise, there wouldn't have been enough, because where could they go to? There's, like, you know, the table yeah. or the driver's seat or, like, Buffy's back room. That's it. Uh, if this was a 2018 show, the whole episode would have been the RV episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then we see so the Knights of Byzantium go to break go to break out one of their well not break out but like get one of their group Orlando who was in the psych ward at Sunnydale Hospital who was brain sucked. Kind of just like gives us a scene away from. I don't know that this scene advances the plot, but we learn. I, I guess it kind of shows us. Oh, the knights are going to be a main focus in this episode. I like Xander not traveling well and Anya referring to him as fine shrimp, which is a reference I didn't even get. I'm like, does shrimp not travel well? I don't know. I think just any seafood is a little precarious. Uh, Because you're bringing it from the coast to, you know. True. If you're drinking something that came from the ocean, it's at least a few days been sitting. That's why people go to like Boston and stuff and eat lobster because they want fresh. Mm, Fair, yeah. Yeah, I mean like, uh, yeah, tricky. It's like a fellow Midwesterner. I'm like, just there's really nothing good seafood wise that kind of makes it. Yeah, you can eat like yeah. a radioactive trout from like Michigan, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, exactly. This bait that might as well just been like cardboard they painted white. Yeah. Um, it sounds like a good superhero origin or supervillain origin. What do you think? Brain sucked feels like. I can't get by that. That sounds nasty. <laughs> it looks like it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like it hurts Glory too. I always just talk about the term. I'm sorry. Off topic. <laughs> the term. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, why don't you come over and get your brain sucked? Mm. Okay. Jason, mm. right. <laughs> is this a straight thing? <laughs> I, I don't know. Say, this is the I last could time be we have thing. <laughs> <sighs> Moving on, I was going to point out that I, the acting in this RV is all really good, right? Because I think they're still yep. delivering their quips, but everything's like slightly dulled down because they're all like, fuck, we're going to die. And they're just kind of like, there's nothing we can do but sit in this RV and wait for Glory to kill us. And, you know, I like all the delivery, even with the jokes, even whatever is all like a little bit dulled because they're all fucking miserable. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's definitely like if you put like a bunch of just really super stressed out, anxious 
gay guys in like an RV. Like we'd be still like cracking jokes and making the same, but it'd be like, oh, okay, this is getting a little strained. I just kind of need to keep joking. <laughs> Anya again is delivering like when she's like, oh, shouldn't someone be asking, are we there yet? Um, and then she's like, <laughs> ooh, snacks, a secret to any successful migration. They're all like really good Anya lines. Yes, and she brought a pan. <gasps> yes. She oh, just brought she... a pan. I love oh, it. God, and that's the first she... thing she pulls out. She puts it on the table. <laughs> and then she uses what it later. What you bring in a backpack that, you're, that you need a cast iron skillet for? Because it's like I've... cooking, but it's also going to be a weapon. Like, she can kabong people with it. It's just, I don't know if she thought of it that far ahead, but. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it, it makes her a good like ridiculous Anya thing. And then she gets to use it as a weapon later. So even better. Oh, and there's a really sweet scene where Tara opens the window and it burns. Yes. Oh, and she just, she just wanted to see the light. And he's immediately nice about it, which I was like, Oh, Spike. I like, I know I'm setting the bar really low. I was like a man who's nice about a thing that happened, but like, it just makes me like have hard eyes. I'm like, Oh, Spike. (laughs) Yeah. It's very George W. Bush giving uh, Michelle Obama a mint. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. How dare you compare the two, Adam? I'm sorry, but it's true now. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, um, There's a lot of people in this equation, now that I'm thinking about it, who should kill themselves. Think about Dawn. Just kill right, yourself. Right. Dawn, absolutely. They, she should go. You're a teenager. You're supposed to already want to kill yourself. Like, <laughs> they should already be on the menu, whether or not this is happening. You know what I mean? Go big. <laughs> I mean, right, yeah, it would have made sense, I think, once the Dimension Portal opened. Like, I get why Buffy did it, because it's, like, her sister and her mom wanted her, but, like, realistically, Dawn should have been, like, no, like, the world actually needs you, because you're the Slayer, let me do this. And, like, that would have... Totally. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, they really do, like, even though, yes, that's the thing that should happen, and no, yeah, it's, like, it's real to, to Buffy, but they really do kind of bring it on home, that, um... Buffy's just she's lost too much like this would guess it would kill her yeah to kind of have to like bury one more person even to save the world yeah 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 I mean yeah I think that's like the reason but also she's a superhero I don't know yeah I actually think the moment between Buffy and Dawn in whatever that little back bedroom of the RV is is like really sweet and I think SMG I mean this whole episode she's doing some really great acting which I think can be harder during, like, an episode that's so action-packed, right? Like, yeah. it's easy to just, like, forego the intense emotional parts and just be like, oh, there's, this is Buffy fighting a lot. Um, and that's yeah. why I love this episode, because it does both. You know, and her saying, it just keeps coming, Glory, Riley, Tara, Mom. And then Dawn saying, at least things can't get any crazier in the arrow shooting through the wall. <laughs> I feel like, right, that's a very Buffy moment, because it's like... Well, it's a very 2018 vibe, too. Like, it's very... Yeah. Just, like... <laughs> We are 11 months through this and it can't get any worse. Oh, no, an arrow. <laughs> oh, no, I'm on fire. Yeah, like. Right. That's, yeah. It, it, rewatching this was definitely like I was, the whole time I was just like mood. <laughs> mood. Yeah, and I love, I, I love this scene where she crawls on the roof and fights these guys off. Yes. It's so cool. Ugh. Imagine them saying, we're going to do this ridiculous, crazy stunt in the middle of the desert and you're going to be in, on horses <laughs> jumping onto it. Like, come on. That's so cool. They had to have known that they were making something so cool. And it's really ambitious for the show in general, right? Like, Is this the first time that, like, Buffy and the gang go outside the boundaries of Sunnydale? Like, are we... I feel like it might be. I think this is the first time they just leave town. I I think you're... Yeah, aside from when Buffy ran away, but the gang doesn't go with her. No, this is where the whole show just shuttles outside of the kind of safety bubble. Yeah. Um. And there's and there's no more mom and there's no more town and there's no more nothing and it's just this really relentless thing. And again, they're so trailblazy. Like the like like Trixie said, like this is very Walking Dead. This is very many shows that are out now. Yeah. So. It's so I mean so cool. Like the the part where she just turns around, axes that last guy right off the. Yeah. It's so cool. Question about that, by the way. Uh oh, I know what you're gonna ask. Are, that's a human, right? Yeah. I, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Get oh yeah. So, yeah. Because Spike can't fight him, right? Right. Yeah, because okay. he punched him. I, I, I got very confused, and I wasn't sure if there was if there was something brought to that like earlier in the season. Like with, also, with AR. also, don't hurt the horsies. We won't. I the horsies. love yeah. that. So good. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Willow, in 2018, like, I feel like she's like still relevant, because she's like, ooh, don't hurt the horses, and it's like, that is the least of our concerns right now, Willow. No, I mean, <laughs> that's me watching my husband play Legend of Zelda. Like, I scream at him. I'm just like, what are you doing? 
Yeah, and I, you know, I like Spike. He grabs this before Buffy gets on that roof. He grabs that sword, and is like, "Now would be the time to do something heroic." And her just being like, "Xander, open that hatch. Get me on the roof." You know, I, I just love Buffy so much, and she's so good. And she's just like, "Okay, I'm gonna go on this roof and fucking beat the shit out of these knights." All right, let me see. Yeah, yeah. And I, <laughs> I, I think they look so cool. I love this like um, medieval times. I like that they have these forehead tattoos. They really look so. Something about a group looking organized and religious makes them scary. Yes, you know. Yeah. Yes, um, even though they're just people. Especially, but especially, I feel like it works very well for like. I mean, not that it's a queer show, but like the show has mostly like a lot of gay fans. Um and like women and I feel like that makes it more like oh these are like because they're supposed to be kind of like we're just stopping glory but clearly they're also like assholes and trying to kill Buffy and her friends that one guy is so good the guy that they end up the, the chief that they end up yeah tying up yeah oh my god Gregor, he right. is such a superstar in that episode yeah uh yeah and you know even just Buffy like when that sword drops and she picks it up and twirls it I'm like yes oh it's so cool yeah <laughs> her with that uh, fucking sword I think is like a very iconic Buffy, like her twirling it is so good. Yes, and then when you think, of course, because it's this show, as soon as you think it's over, that spear comes through the front. Yes. And that RV flip. I mean, they flipped an RV for the, somebody drove that and flipped it for this one <laughs> yeah. more <on> television. Oh, <laughs> I love it because it, it, this is like one of the, this is like the most California this show ever feels because like they're in this like weird like drive to like Vegas, like Zizix Road. And they're giving, like, giving full Breaking Bad. With this, yes. like, RV in the middle of the desert. <laughs> Dusty scene. And I appreciate also that they don't stop once it crashes. Like, there's no, like, oh, no. what's It's just like, oh, we're going to keep going. They're already out. We're going to get shelter. There's no pausing. There's no... It's very cliffhanger. It's very lost. It's very just like, okay, next thing, next thing, next thing. Yeah. Now we're out of gas. Now we got to do this. Now we got to do that. Yeah. Now someone's got a wound. Like, it's it's really, really exciting. Yeah. I, I want to I oh, yeah. mention one of my favorite lines was when Don was like, keep the pressure on. He's like, I always do. I, of course, but, you like that scene. Yeah, I just, Spike, Spike has some lines in this. <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah, it's definitely that. I would say, um, yeah, I think the next scene is that they they go to the like, abandoned gas station. Yeah, gets immediately to fighting too. Like it, this, this whole episode tip. is crazy. Yeah, the RV tips. It's it's cut to black and then they cut back up and they're like just hauling Giles inside and Spike is covering himself trying to get away from the sun and and they're inside the um the gas station. Right, right, right. And so yeah, right because then Buffy goes. Willow puts up the protection spell and I really appreciate we get so much of Willow just like doing this magic without having to like put much effort into it. Even at the beginning of the season, Willow would have definitely had to, like, try the spell two or three times, done a long incantation. Right. I mean, like, definitely if you really want to get into, like, the the timely metaphors of this, this is definitely, like, the um, just in order to survive and fend off this one evil enemy, um, she had to amass all this power without really considering what, like, the after effects would be and sort of season six is really her just like season five as she amasses all this power she goes nuts on glory after she hurts tara she builds the barriers she's doing this and she's doing that just to like sort of win the day and then in season six you really see the kind of fallout of her dealing with that power is this the first time you see her eyes turn black it's no the second time because in tough love second time when she goes to attack glory after tara's brain sucked and then like you know that sets it up for season six Mm -hmm. knowing like oh that means she's Mm -hmm. You know, doing dark stuff. How do they capture the general? I forget. He he was trapped in and the in the uh, barrier with them. Right. Yeah, they were in. fighting, and then she throws up the barrier to keep the rest of them out. And right. He's just okay. like a POW, basically. That <laughs> uh, so then you know she goes to talk to the soldiers, um, and I kind of like that. It's like, oh well, like this is war, isn't it? You should let someone in to help. Blah blah blah. Like those are the rules of engagement of war or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the technical term would be. That's right. So then they call Ben, right? Yeah, well, uh, well first, uh, no, because, yeah, because they've got to get Ben in for Giles, but I think first he, Gregor does his um, really kind of gravelly dad, uh, like, telling Bub, like, an info dub, like, of just, like, here's what's going to happen. This is why we need to kill the key, everything like that. Oh, right, 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 because... Oh, is that before the? Okay, yeah. Um, right, and right, because he there's a couple of scenes with him where it's just like Buffy and yeah, him talking. Right, because like at at this point they're just putting pressure on Giles's wound, and they really think like they could just kind of keep it pressurized and it's fine. Um, and then 
she kind of really gets down to business with Gregor. And then like later kind of Willow does her back to season one kind of worried face Willow where she's like, puppy, it's not stopping. Yeah, Trixie, tell us what you thought about the general dude. He's so good when he's tied up there. And the scene where he goes, um, where she's, she wants to know what she's made for. And he basically gives her the meanest version of what she really essentially is made for. She's yes. made to end the world. Yes. That's uh, what I'm saying. Kill yourself. I, I'm just, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> what are I'm, you I, this is going to go up and it's going to be like, like, kill yourself. Jerks and Mattel. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm not saying kill yourself like it's a good option. Kill yourself like you're being responsible for the lives of everyone you love. Like, yeah. you know, um, but I love and the way he looks at her and when Buffy's like, don't ever look at her like that again. He really mm. just like, you know, dedicated his life to stopping her yeah. from being interesting, you know, everyone's doing it puts, it puts it in perspective. You're like, wow, is Buffy from the story of the side from the side of the Knights of Byzantium, Buffy's protecting the key to end in the world. Yeah, she's kind of evil. Right. And, right. You know, and it makes it makes sense. Like they're kind of right. I mean, we kind of went through this again in um, Infinity War, too, where there's just, like, there's someone who's kind of, we, we don't sacrifice anybody. It's just like, God, I mean, literally just everyone's going to die if this one person doesn't die. And I know it's, like, really yes. nice, noble to say, like, no, if it's one, then it's everyone. But it's like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> We're all going to get out of here. Yeah. And it's like, mm, then we all turn to dust. Um, so then Ben arrives. And... Ben not know who the knights are? I was a little bit confused as whether we're supposed to assume Ben knows who they are or he doesn't. Yeah, that that was confusing because I thought, I mean, he's aware of glory. Yeah. I think he knows who they are. Seems like it, yeah. I mean, he, he seems to kind of really go into that, like, ER doctor mode where he just sees a hurt person and just like, okay, well, here we go. Yeah, and like... But he doesn't have, like, much of a reaction. Because he knows who, at that point, he knows who Dawn is and he knows why all those people are there. That's true. You're right. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. But he also likes Buffy. That's I know. That's the biggest thing. He's there because he wants to fuck Buffy. <laughs> I put that down, actually. Like, this idiot doesn't leave and puts them all in danger because he wants to fuck Buffy. Like, <laughs> It's true. <sighs> it's, it's just... I mean, listen, I, it's, it's the same psychology that makes you go on a second or third date with somebody you don't like because they're hot. Fair. That's... Yeah. That's fair. That's a... We've all been, we've all been Ben. <laughs> and also Ben, like we said earlier, Ben's just selfish. Yeah. 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 That's true. Um, yeah. And then, so, oh, then we get a uh, Tara. I think it's before Ben get, Beth gets there actually is Tara freaking out. Yes. That's uh, before. Yeah. And then we see everyone in the psych ward leaves. We don't quite know what it's for, but in, once we get to the gift, we learn that they have to build whatever that weird tower is for glory. That um, fucking tower. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um yeah and so then we get a couple of then we get the scene ben does like a fake out where it's like oh you think he might be giving dawn an injection but he doesn't oh yeah 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 like i i remember watching that specifically and he should he should right (laughs) (laughs) i mean at some point dawn is even like listen i need to just go yeah I'm like, you do, right? When when she feels guilty about Tara, that happened because of me. I'm like, it did. It's <laughs> like, maybe I just, I don't have enough sympathy, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I like, it, it, to me, it doesn't quite fit. Like Buffy will kill Angel, but not this pretend sister. You know, I'm like, I don't know, but. Well, so I think the reason she won't is because of her mom. Because one of the last. Yes big conversations they have. I think it's the episode, the last episode you were on for Adam that you mm. guest hosted with me. Um, yeah. Where like, she's in the hospital and Joyce is, this year. and yeah, Joyce is like coherent enough that she's like, Hey, I remember when like her brain was doing her, like going out of whack. She's like, I knew that Dawn wasn't real, but she's still ours. Promise me you'll protect her. Like she is. Yeah. And uh, for me, I think that's like the, the direct line from that to the gift where Buffy's like, nope, Dawn can't die. I'm jumping off this tower. Uh, I mean, it's really speaking to how traumatized Buffy was by Joyce's death. Yes. Like it's really, she's not acting rationally. She's not season two Buffy who sent Angel to hell. I mean, she was, I mean, you literally, I mean, you're really dealing with somebody who has been traumatized over and over and over again by her duty. Right. And she's, just, especially she this season. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, this season alone, but just like, 
you're dealing with someone who has gone through dying and killing Angel in season three and four and losing her mom. Like, you're just, you're really dealing with the mileage of Buffy at this point. Yeah. Yeah, because I know that they cut the scene out, but I, I always would have liked if there was a scene in season seven, apparently, where Giles tells Buffy he killed Ben. Um, and I would have liked to see how that played out. Um, because I don't like, I kind of, I always go back and forth with that because I don't like the idea of her not, I mean, I feel like I would be constantly in fear that Glory was coming back, right? See someone in a red dress and like punch them in the face because I'd be scared. <laughs> no, absolutely. That's, that's very much, um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's going to be like a super lingering thing. Like, I mean, I'll, I've, I've jumped out of my skin at less triggering things. yeah yeah i see just again again he in addition to so many things ben also knows he's glory and he doesn't leave when he sees what's going on right yeah, yeah. that motherfucker should have left but then again i know he's supposed to like save face and try to help buffy but like come on you know what i mean yeah and only when he feels they're coming is he like get me out of here it's like well it's too late stephanie you've been here for two hours <laughs> it kind of show in that in that earlier scene with Gronks that he thinks he can harness the power of the key to get rid of glory like I feel like he's battling with that too and that's why he's there because he's thinking he could do something with the key before even glory shows up oh you think so yeah because yeah, I, I feel like, like trying to survive yes he's he is, is trying to survive and he straight up says he's like these are my choices and I know he says it to Gregor later but like but like the the scene between him and Gronks you can you can even see that that he's starting to battle, like, no, 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 I think I can take control of this situation. Hmm. All right. And that's why I think he's there, and that's why I think he stays. That actually makes way more sense. I hadn't even thought about that reading of it, but, yeah. Oh, Jason, look at you. Mm. I love when you, we fl- needed, I love when you we flex needed, that sexy brain. <laughs> <laughs> we needed the straight guy to give us insight into how the straight guy is thinking. <laughs> <laughs> what am I thinking? I don't understand. <laughs> so, the things... Buffy learns. So there's actually a point uh, the guy Gregor says like on the podcast, I feel like all season it's been like, oh, like, how did Ben get through med school? But we learn that this has only been a brief period right? Where Glory's been. She was trapped inside of him, but I don't think she was coming out at all. And then only now, because he says it's like a brief period where Glory can like appear. So that makes a little bit more sense how Ben like functioned as a human prior to this. And we also learn, yeah, I mean... Like you said, Trixie, we learn about the what Dawn does. This, I mean, that guy's a good actor, though, because he's giving an info dump, but he's doing it, like, while, like, giving good scene, right? Yeah, I mean, he is the, he is a general, and he, I mean, kind of, it's not the word for it, but he, like, really hates Dawn. Yeah. They kind of hates her. He's dedicated his life to, like, they're not interested in keeping her away from glory. They're interested in just killing her. Yeah. 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 They're trying to save they're trying to save the world arguably more actively than Buffy is. That's the T. Ooh. Mm-hmm. They're not in this with their feelings about who's who. They're, you know. Right. They're just like, nope, that's gonna do the thing that ends the world, so we need to get rid of it. Yeah. Totally. Which yeah. I mean basically, yeah, I mean that is the thing. I mean, it's kind of the I mean, a lot of Buffy is really just Buffy versus the cold, uncaring universe. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and this is definitely one of those walls that she hits. I mean, at the end of this, she clearly does hit a wall. Yeah. Um, where it's just a, nope, the, the right thing would be to kill Dawn. Um, and she's having her own, like, just because of her own personal reasons, she won't. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I mean, right. And that's why we like the show, right? Because it's like... The things aren't always it's just drama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh, and also Buffy learns the other thing is that because when Buffy's like, "Her, that's her master plan to go home," and he's oh, like, yeah. "Oh no, like it'll bring hell on earth, not just go home." I think that that whole scene though, I loved because it's kind of like it's kind of like that that moment we were all waiting for and lost as everything to be explained, and yeah. here it's just like here, here's one scene, you got it all, you got all the information, <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, well, like, the stakes are, like, very clearly defined. Like, it's kind right, of right. just a nice, like, y- yes, there's this, but it's this, the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> um, and I appreciate that. Um, so, then Ben freaks out. Um, and I have to say, when he turned into Glory, and she looks around, I actually, and, you know, I've seen this episode a bajillion times, I actually said out loud, oh, my God, 
Like, <laughs> that's like, fuck. <laughs> and then she just, you know, kills Gregor. She just throws whatever, what is that, a hubcap she throws I, into I him? love that, though. Oh, there's Gregor. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's very this. Twister, where she just kind of like flings this just <laughs> garage thing at him. Oh yes, it's so cool when she hits I him love and he just dies there, tied up. So good, <laughs> just frisbees it into his neck. And but she, but then it's just like now it's not. Yeah, <laughs> I mean she's so good. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's such a, it's such a good oh shit moment too that she's just yeah. they're safe one second and next she's just standing there. Oh, and then she grabs, literally snatches Dawn. Yeah. And then punches a hole in that wall. It's so badass. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, punching a hole in the, in the, yep, that was so cool. I love that. And then that. when Buffy tries to jump through it and doesn't make it, it's so good. Yeah, because it's like Buffy's so used to just like, Buffy wins, right? Like, even when she had to kill Angel, she still say, like, she won. She's, and like, this is like, oh, she, Willow needs to take down the spell because even Buffy's not strong enough to punch through whatever, like, magical barrier they had up. Uh, and Lori is. And also, like, I mean, and, I mean, Trixie and I said this when we talked to Claire um, pr- earlier in the season, like, Claire Kramer's delivery of just, like, she's just, she's done. And she's showing you she's done. She's All of this is an annoyance. She punches Spike. She punches <laughs> Buffy. She's she's gone. She's like, okay, we're going. Like, I'm done. I'm not fighting with this. And then she just murders yeah. oh, all yeah. those knights. And she murders them all in like seconds. Yeah. That is mm-hmm. the tea. It's amazing that Buffy then again, it's like the moral compass of like <sighs> all these people are dead and this is still your fault. This yeah. is still all your fault. Ugh. And you know, I, I think Sam Richard Geller is also doing some like, I'm like, fuck, I feel so bad for Buffy. You know, her face when she's just like in an absolute panic because she won, she couldn't jump through the barrier and then she needs Willow to take down the barrier. And then she gets mm. out there and, Glory and Dawn are gone. The knights are all dead. Willow pleading with Buffy is just like, oh shit. That I think is like the the epitome though of of Buffy is that like that that's one thing is like when you see that face, it's just like we need you, and it's like everyone needs Buffy, and Buffy's just like, give me a break. <laughs> she needs to just sit. Yes, <laughs> let her burnout. have a sit. It's a burnout moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah, are we there? Are we at the end? It's credits time. Uh, yeah, Jason, Trixie, do you have anything else to add to the end before we get into ranking our favorite things? Mm. I, I just think that that just that end scene where she goes like just completely catatonic just says so much, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I think that was a huge part of just give Buffy a break. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez, Joss. Come on. <laughs> no, it was it was definitely very relatable because that was basically the, the look on my face when I was trying to sign it to Skype. To like, <laughs> like oh, my God. Totally. <laughs> I was like, this isn't working. What do I do? I guess I'm just not going to. Um, what do I, I guess I just make a new account. OK, great. Okay, I'll just really like it. <laughs> you, you get out of your chair to sit on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was. I was having that moment where it was like I was spiraling. <laughs> and yet, I was aware we were doing an episode about spiraling. <laughs> um, yeah, Trixie, do you have anything to add before we get to the grading part? Oh, I thought we were going straight to looks, but that's okay. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, that's you know. okay. So, no, it's a great, it's a great episode. It's, um, it's if you've been watching Buffy for five seasons at this point, it is very alarming to see her running and desperate. And. I think it's earned, right? Like after five yeah. seasons, it's I mean, earned. This, I mean, this is where they really like cement that this is the worst thing she's ever fought. Season four, four was a little, frankly, softball yeah. for Buffy, and it was it was really just more about like adjusting to her kind of like new life, um, and that was the demon. But yeah. this was definitely like, oh no, no, they're gonna throw something at Buffy that like you're not. I mean, there's no guarantee that she's gonna. Also, come little back. do we know, we're about to see them in these outfits for like four episodes i know (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay so favorite outfit adam i mean this is i was i mean i was gonna say even when we were doing um talking about the ending i mean this is kind of my favorite buffy look like i mean there's a lot of great buffy looks but i love this sort of like uh yeah just like pulled back hair uh ballerina like simply irresistible like just like back um (laughs) like blonde hair with this just very it's like utilitarian it's like functional but it's fashion it's very functional for for yeah. the running away uh, yeah. it's also so it's also so dated that like leather jacket <laughs> it's it's mm-hmm. 2000 and not even yeah. 2001 it's 2000 uh, yeah. jason your favorite outfit definitely ben in glory's dress for sure <laughs> uh but honestly i'm telling you when spike shows up with those glasses i'm like yep 
He can get it. <laughs> uh, Jason, I'm glad we have the same taste in men, even though we both you like women and I like men. <laughs> Trixie? I would have to say I like Willow in this extremely warm, itchy, dikey turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> That she is like in the middle of the desert, and I don't know what the, what the story there. Right, the I mean, she's got layers on. They've all got layers on in the desert. Yeah, the weather in Sunnydale is. Eh, uh, I mean, I really was waiting for one of them at least to have like a Sarah Connor type like white tank. Right, because that would make sense, right? Like right. it's a million degrees. It's Southern California. They're running. The desert. They're yeah, freaked out. <laughs> yeah, like just I, I can't even like I'm I'm in shorts now, and it's November. Yeah. Um, also, Tara giving Frumpy mental patient. <laughs> <laughs> that is really good. Too. Dirty bathroom. <laughs> yeah. So I'm actually going to agree with uh, Trixie and Adam here because I really like that Buffy look. And it's like, it reminds me of season th- like two and three when she wore leather. Um, but also it's like, Funch- I mean, kind of functional in however leather can be functional. But like functional that she has a ponytail, she has a jacket. It's just like, this is her fighting outfit. It's going. pants, but they're not, like, form-fitting pants. Yes. And I do love Willow's no-nonsense lesbian outfit. I'm just, like, very into it. You know, because especially because the, the only other outfit we saw her wear this season in another the episode before this was that pink dress. And they start, you know, season six, she dresses like Ren Faire, lesbian look. This is she kind of really like... Does. But this outfit makes sense, right? It's like, we gotta go. We gotta go fast. You can't be wearing a big flowy dress. It's got to be something that, like, you can run in, something that you can do spells in, and that's going to get dirty. So I like it. I mean, I'm sure they, I mean, all their clothes are at the dorm that they had to flee. True, yeah. And went to Xander's, <laughs> and then it was to the art. Like, it really didn't. Yeah, when were they going to? There was no time. Right. Um, Favorite scene, Trixie? Favorite scene. Wow. Honestly, I I really like the scene where Gregor is explaining what the end of the world is going to be like and how it's Buffy's fault for letting Dawn exist. I mean, that is some heavy shit. That is some shit that makes you think that really Buffy is not even not even truly fighting on the side of everyone. She's fighting on her own side, you know? Yeah, I definitely think that that like is setting up some of the conversations they have later, like in the series, like season seven, where there's just a crisis of management over like Buffy we don't think you're making the right decision yeah 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 all right Adam favorite scene um I like the opening I really like just starting on the because it was I mean because I think I don't I don't know if they'd done this too much before if they had but just the last it was like a cliffhanger and it's like uh previously on Buffy here we go and then it's just there's not even any conversation there's no glory taunting there's no back and forth there's no discussion it's just grab her run I just it it I've seen it a trillion times it gets me just going right away Jason Jason uh oh honestly it it when when Spike shows up like with the RV because I will t- tell so you, you know they make Spike so lovable but he does some terrible shit <laughs> and then and then like when he shows up you're like yes this is gonna be good <laughs> it's so stupid it, it, it really is and i love it i love every bit of it <laughs> also also there's just like the tinfoil windshield just dumb. <gasps> oh, so dumb. Yes. with the yeah. tiny little i, I, I feel like someone yeah. someone on like set who like does the designs was like okay <laughs> we can't have this many windows in a thing because they're all not going to be in it when it crashes and everything and like how do we work around that let's put tinfoil and make spike drive <laughs> the vampire shows in general are like super lovely about this but definitely buffy had to get really creative of yeah. like how do we like let's play really loose with the vampires in sunlight rule like the smoke like the just constant smoking blanket of yeah. season four yeah. <laughs> when like other vampires if they're out in the sun for a second burst into flames immediately but eh, i'm willing i'm willing yeah. to let it pass so my favorite scene is the the fight on the roof of the RV. I just, I love it. I think no it's bad. like top tier Buffy fight, right? Like, it's amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. so epic. Her crawling up that hatch, I mean, it's yes. crazy. And like the scene where she's hanging on the side and the knight goes to punch her and she just like does this insane leg kick while hanging and kicks him in the that face. That was crazy. <laughs> and it's just, crazy. and it's like, it's, it's, it's a precursor to Kill Bill. Like, there's just so much, like, it's just such a, like, yeah. Rosetta Stone. For yeah. Isaac. Like, it's just, 
it's just her. There's so many people in that RV, and she's the only one who goes up to fight. And I mean, like, especially if you think about their like their like tiny budget they had, they're doing a lot with what they had. Yeah. Um, well, they saved it on locations in this episode because they just got a Winnebago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> True. All right. So, how do we grade the episode, Adam? Oh, A plus. I, this is this is top. This is top shelf, Buffy. Uh, Trixie. This is an A for me. Okay. Totally. This is one of the best episodes of this season. Jason? Yes, uh, I, A, for sure. Okay. Great great episode. Action, great dialogue. Love it all. <laughs> give me give me more. Give me more. Um, I'm going to go A+. Plus. Um, Adam, thank you for guest co-hosting with me. Oh, but of course. Trixie and Jason, thank you both for coming back on. If y'all like SlayerFest98, feel free to subscribe to us and rate us. We are on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and a few other places. Uh, and if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, we are at SlayerFestX98. And if you'd like to find me anywhere on the internet, I'm on all social media platforms at IanXCarlos. And Adam, where can people find you? You can find me at Twitter at TheAdamSass or on Instagram at It'sAdamSass. Trixie, where can people find you on the internet? You, you can find me everywhere at Trixie Mattel. You can find me weekly on the Wob Presents Network with my show. Uh, and you can also catch me on, on uh, in, in December on the RuPaul's Drag Race Christmas extravaganza. Yay! I'm super excited for that, Trixie. I can't wait. Oh, it's fucking crazy. I can't say anything. But, oh my god, I think it's going to be one of the best episodes of Drag Race ever. <laughs> no. It's nuts. Trixie, nuts. they announced it and my whole office just absolutely lost <laughs> it's cr- the i mean think of i mean think of how much they put into a normal season imagine all that energy into like a one-off christmas it's crazy oh it's God. crazy i want some like supermarket sweep style like just like entered running around manic stuff it's <laughs> nuts the production the the musical numbers the the drama even in one episode it's crazy it's crazy uh, i love christmas and when they invited me i was like bitch i'm coming um, I was really excited. I was, I was like, oh my god, I'm excited. Like, I love a Christmas anything, <laughs> like Christmas themed yeah. of something like that's already like out there. I love that. So I'm on board. And yeah. And after sweet. winning, I was like, I'll never do it again. But then I was like, wait, did you say Christmas? Like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. And the cat, like the whole cast is just the cast list is just like enormous and great. And um, yes, so many returning faves. It's Sonique. And I think it'll be the first woman with titties in the workroom doing drag so that's so cool. neek is coming back and we finally have kim chi back it's it's great jason where can people find you on the internet uh twitter at jason sully s-u-l-l-i and then twitch.tv slash jason sully all right cool um thank you guys so much for doing this and uh we'll see you all next week we're so close to the end of season five ah yeah right. Bye, guys. here to help want to live Bye. <laughs>